Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, part two, one hand-smashing minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. Yo soy Nicky Menez y la periodica. <laughs> Welcome back Sorry. from Mexico, Sorry, Nick. I forgot to turn off my Spanish settings. Oh, Okay. Well, go ahead and flip flip those off and uh, welcome. Story story three. Yeah, good to be back. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, it was weird not having you. It was weird not having you on the show last week. But I'm glad you're here now. Yeah, and, and you know, the guys from Fuzzy Typewriter did a hell of a job. I just want to say. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, we are not alone. Of course, we have uh, we have guests this week uh, from the Flux Capacity Cast. We have Guy Hutchinson. I'm so excited to be here. This was my favorite Back to the Future podcast right here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, John Galvo, welcome. Good evening. So today we are going back to minute 81, mm-hmm. which begins with Marty under a desk and ends with the cover of Ooh La La magazine. Yes. Um. So... There, so, so the, first of all, the reveal of Marty under the desk. I mean, I know he was out; he was limited on options here, mm. uh, of of hiding places. But if Strickland had just made the decision to put his legs under the desk, he would have been screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should have hid on the side of the desk, as far from the door as possible. Yeah, here's, that would have made sense. Here's something I wanted to bring up. I, uh, you guys were discussing that his door says discipline on it and not principal. I don't think he's principal. I think he's the the head of discipline. I think he's the dean of discipline for the school. He's, and he's got to rise like the, up through the ranks. Like a disciplinarian of the school? That's right. Kind of so like that, that was that was a thing. What is what it what oh, yeah. what is that? Exactly? My high school had one. It was a dean of discipline. That's why he's like he tells Biff, who doesn't call him principal. And granted, you didn't always call your principal principal so and so, but he calls him Mr. Strickland. But he says, I'll have you right where I want you in detention. The dean of discipline, that's what he does. Is he puts you in detention and he sits there and watches you and he counts demerits off and all that stuff. This might be a bit of a stretch, but were you guys familiar with um, the cartoon series Detention? Yeah, I, I mean, I am. Okay, cool. It was like a kid's WB show. Do you remember like the villain in that? She was kind of like a Trunchbull type character. Yeah. I'm kind of picturing yeah. someone like that. Yeah. Or like well, or was, was, uh, was, was, what's his name uh, from Breakfast Club? Was he a disciplinarian? Oh yeah, but he was he the principal. He wasn't the principal. No, he was a principal. They're just they're streamlining in that. I like, by the way, that Strickland's name has strict in it. You know that Uh he's. I like that's the best part. I like the cartoonishness of that. Yeah, it it is very it is very uh, like Saturday morning cartoon type. You know, like the like the Trunchbull. You know, like Mm -hmm. Filch. Because there's a uh, there's actually there's a show on HBO right now, um, which co-stars uh, past guest of the show, Michael Gorman, uh, called Vice Principals. And uh, in that there are two vice principals and one of them is in charge of discipline. So maybe that's what's happened. Maybe the the role has evolved from being just a discipline role to uh, a form of a vice principal, maybe it, it could be that like uh, 
Oh, it's too, it's too much work for one person. Let, let's split it off into another job. Yeah, but I mean, right. don't you think that if he was principal for 30 years, he would have left and gone somewhere else? I mean, that's like I a just district job. Like, yeah. yeah. Superintendent. That's right. Mm. I don't know, man. Maybe he's like Kirk, you know, like they keep wanting to promote him to Admiral, but like his place is in the sky. You know? <laughs> he wants to stay in the captain's chair. Yeah. You, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't slam slackers into lockers if you're, if you got a cushy desk job, you know. It's true. It's true. He likes being. Uh, he likes being one on one with all those slackers. Did yeah. you notice he has a lot of trophies, like awards? But one of them is like a statue. It looks like of a man. I think it's just like the best disciplinarian of the county. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I don't. I. I. Uh, I don't know what that would be. That it's like right Tony. next to his two flags that you know Marty had to move in in one of the last minutes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty, uh, pretty lonely little office he has. Yeah, it seems. Uh, his department is just his office. Like I don't even think it doesn't even look like he would have a secretary, which sucks. You know, I mean, even Rooney had Grace to talk to. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what um, he's so bitter is he just he doesn't maybe he just doesn't you know like when you were growing up there were always those teachers that even as a kid you could be like you're not a popular person mm-hmm. <laughs> like you don't I never see you eating with other teachers I don't think you're you don't have like a weird romance with any teacher I think you're just like a sad grown up yeah <laughs> yeah he seems like he leads that like boring like. Light life, like Seymour like, Skinner kind of life. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. even even more boring than that. Like plain, and you know, yeah. All he has is his. Uh, I want to say tea, but what, what is you know? Oh, we that's don't, booze. Oh, well, he's drinking. Yeah, that's scotch. He's drinking yeah. scotch. Yeah. So he's got his scotch. He drinks away his problems. Sure. Yeah. Um, like many men of his generation did. <laughs> uh so we hear the uh the the car horn outside the the like like the funny car horn that the annoying people always have mm-hmm. um there was always that one guy in every town that had one of those car horns and I'm like oh to get those that guy yeah neither do i i i don't i don't know like, but uh, I always imagine the person that has them is like this like big guy with like long hair and a beard and he's got all kinds of crap hanging off of his car, you like know, the and he's just from Bobby's world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Shirt. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Uncle getting Cosmo. a real Terry Bradshaw vibe off of Strickland when he's sitting <laughs> back in the chair, by the way. Uh-huh. I once went to Terry Bradshaw's son's birthday party. Wow. Interesting. That's, that's how Texan I am. <laughs> it's pretty Texan. I'm not I was born in Texas too, and I'm not quite that Texan. Um but uh first famous yeah. person I ever met was Terry Bradshaw. Oh wow. Um Isn't that a prerequisite though to being in Texas? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to you have to kiss the ring. He comes down the walks down the he's like he's like uh he's like De Niro in Godfather too. <laughs> He's the godfather of Texas. Yeah, he walks for miles and miles down empty, stumpy dirt roads. <laughs> um, so there's that uh, there's that car horn, and Strickland uh, leans out toward the window to to check out who who the hell that is, and mm-hmm. if they should be in de- in uh, detention or not for having that car horn. My vote is yes. His, his slacker um, senses go off. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His slacker senses are tingling. Um, and then Marty takes this opportunity to try to grab the almanac. And my thing is just like, dude, his back is turned. Just get up, grab it and get out of there. Like, what's he going to do? He's not going to chase after you. And if he does, you'll outrun him. Or Um, do what you've been thinking the last uh, few semesters of school and knock him out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Knock him out. He's not going to know it. He's not going to think, oh, I bet it was Calvin Klein. (laughs) (laughs) That Calvin Klein. He's he's expelled. Oh, wait. He he didn't sign up to go here? (laughs) There would finally be an explanation as to why Strickland hates Marty so much. He's just like, you just remind me of this kid that punched me out. Can you imagine like Monday at school, Lorraine's like just like sitting on the stoop with her friend. And someone's like, hey, do you know what Calvin Klein did? I'm like, what? He like knocked out Strickland and just <laughs> left and just skipped town. <laughs> so dreamy. <laughs> he just becomes a, that legend around Hill Valley. Knocked out Strickland, a legend, Calvin Klein, and then created a jeans company. Then flew, <laughs> flew away on his broomstick. Fireworks going off everywhere. Oh man! Warm um, in the clouds. But yeah, he he does the 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 up and over thing. He's under the desk, and so he's got to go like around the top of the desk to reach the almanac. And he doesn't know where it is because he can't see. That's got to be like it's a dumb plan. It, it's a it's dumb idiotic. plan. It's because really bad. What does he think Strickland's gonna do? Go wait, where'd the magazine go? Let me not look under the desk. I mean, yeah. there's nothing. His it's a flawed plan. I. I'm also baffled by Strickland not realizing he hit human flesh when he when he backed his chair up. Yeah, like you can you can tell. I mean, right. like, you know, you know, you know, have you ever God forbid, but you know when you like accidentally step on someone or like yeah. close the door on someone, you know? Yeah, you're not like, "Oh, I just stepped on the ground." You're like, "Oh my god, I just stepped on somebody." Although right. in in fairness to his character, he might just be so incensed and, and focused on outside what's going That's on. That's true. Yeah. He's well. Like, maybe he's just drunk. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the, or that the, the scotch has dulled his other senses. He only has his slacker sense now. His body is in Hill <laughs> Valley, but his mind is back in Korea. <laughs> yeah. um, well, is it? Wouldn't Korea be like happening like right now? That's true. Yeah, so it'd be like World War One. Yeah, it'd be it'd be World War One or two. I think Korea, of, wasn't Korea right, like the seventies? Really old if it be fought in World War One, right? No, Mash I, was the seventies, which was yeah. the Korean War. Korea oh. was fifties ish, right? Yeah, yep. my grandpa fought um, in nineteen fifty to nineteen fifty three. Oh, okay, so he could have been thinking about Korea. That's recent. Yeah, that would have ended only like two years before this. Um, <laughs> something that I've never noticed: He's Joaquin Phoenix and the Master. He's just like a broken, yeah. lost man. I got to give props to the prop people, uh, which is that I love the fact that the almanac on the sitting on the desk is already Mm. obviously the magazine. Yep. Yes. Um, It does not. uh, It is not shaped at all like the uh, (laughs) almanac before. And I'll say this, too. um, This is, uh, you know, just just to maintain the consistency. I get why they did this, but. I, I'm pretty sure that the almanac was a bound book. Yep. Yeah, and 
And okay, so then it has a spine. The magazine doesn't have a spine, and neither does the cover for the almanac, which is a little weird. Mm-hmm. weird. Well, maybe Biff just folded it real tight. You know, maybe. Maybe he creased it himself. Well, he did have it in his pocket. Yeah. That's true. I was never one of those kids that were able to just bend books and shove them in my pocket, even if they were mm-hmm. paperbacks. I always just like carried them in a backpack or something. Yeah. I always hated ruining my books. Yeah. Yeah. Even magazines. I, I have a few th- I have a few like comics that are very well loved. Yeah, they are. That's uh <laughs> that's about it. Um so those ones drawn by Darwin Cook, right, Scott? Um No, I don't know that I knew who he was when I was a kid. No, but it's because of how attractive his female characters can be. <laughs> <laughs> um I what what I the other thing that was always bugged me, even since I was a kid was that when Strickland rams into his hand, like I've gotten my hand cotton stuff before. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt. What? Not, not, not when it's your entire hand. Nice. Not, not when it's your entire hand spread out across your entire hand. When it's like just a finger, then hell yeah, it hurts a lot. But your entire hand, I, I am not convinced that this would hurt. I I don't know, man. I think I've gotten my hand stuck in a sliding van door as a kid. And yeah, but you but a sliding a sliding uh, uh, van door. It's still like this is all spread out because he's got a lot of of uh, of coverage on the desk. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. a lot of coverage on the chair. So there's not like there's not like a sharp thing hitting him like yeah. with a van like door a edge or anything. Right. When you're, when you have a van door, it hurts because the van door is thin. Hold on. And I'm going to so, get a really good angle on the, let's see okay. You know what? Cole I think game is. is still alive. Let's see if we can get him to back his chair up. <laughs> is, is we he, should test this. This is uh, definitely uh, something we could try out. Is, Testable theory. Is the chair crushing the edges of his fingers? No. Is it no, getting his like? Oh, so so like you're so yeah. It really does look like. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to agree palm. with you guys. It looks like it's getting his open palm, which I yeah. agree wouldn't really hurt. I don't think it would hurt that much. I think it it'd catch you by surprise, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I will I will say you know uh, you guys are talking a little bit, uh, and by you guys I mean Scott and those other two guys uh, yeah. about <laughs> uh, about kind of the the silent film style comedy that's going on right now, and you know Marty is just I mean Michael J. Fox is. I mean, that's like a that's like a Harold Lloyd. He's eating like, his hat. I mean, this oh is, yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's so mm. it's so classic. Uh, yeah, I have. There is a uh, there's something I wanted to point out here, which is uh, Strickland's coffee mug looks like a very common, uh, extremely popular diner restaurant style coffee mm. mug. Uh, Absolutely, which was the Victor mm-hmm. Insulator, which was uh, manufactured from the, like the late 1800s on but when he drinks out of it you can see the bottom of the mug says ultima china and so Mm. i looked this up and the victor company went out of business in the early 1990s because the ultima china company which came around in the mid 80s so this mug is not period appropriate for 1955 the ultima china company came out manufactured very similar mugs for half the price and the diners in the United States stopped buying these made in the USA classic mugs and started buying these Chinese knockoffs. And so this mug that they're using is a mug 
from the 80s, not a mug. It looks like a mug that you would have had in the 40s or 50s, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a movie from in the late 80s, early 90s. So what did they what did they really care about? Continuity. <laughs> Unless, the prop people are usually pretty good at that. So that's that's surprising. That one slipped by them. Maybe Marty brought the coffee mug back <laughs> from 85. Yeah, yeah some, somehow, somehow it's uh, it's Doc's coffee mug. Like it's, it's a side plot that wasn't explained. Yeah, sure. He like broke it and then like replaced it. <laughs> I also like that the hand that gets smashed is the hand that like was first like disappearing. Um, yeah, oh, it's just, it's just a special good. hand. Yeah, it's his it's his special hand. He's like, no, I just got this hand back. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I'm also I'm a big fan of Strickland's bow tie. Yes, Strickland's it's a uh, looking guy. Yeah, it's not too big. It's 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 uh, you know, it's it's kind of like a smaller bow tie. Like it doesn't draw too much attention to itself. It's good. It's good. Yeah, you gotta know. I think I believe with a bow tie, it's. I think understatement is the key. Yeah. It's, it's, wearing it's, a kind, it, it's kind of Pee-wee-esque, only with the uh, the polka dots. Right. Yeah, the polka dots help with the Pee-wee-ness of it all. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then uh, Strickland, finally, he gets up after, uh, after Marty gets his hand back and uh, promptly throws the, uh, the almanac away as he leaves. And... Uh, I love that moment because ev- Marty has gone through all of this shit and he could have just waited for him to throw it away. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah he could have just like waited in, in like a locker or something outside and been like, oh, he's gone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's really great uh, like video game logic, you know, where it's like you have to follow the character all the way to oh. the end of the level just to do the thing you could have done at the very beginning. Because Grand Theft like, Auto. Yeah. He wouldn't let you just do it. Follow the guy to the end of the road. <laughs> Yeah. No, this whole game just this whole, this whole I mean, these past few minutes really have just screamed like like a like a like a basic easy difficulty stealth mission in a video game. Oh yeah. Oh god, Marty's so happy when he gets that almanac. <laughs> I think it's the happiest we've ever seen him ever. Mhm. I um I've heard just, you guys talk about the fact that the magazine that he's he's looking at is from the 30s on the inside. And I think it's because they wanted something that would not shock the audience in 1985. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, or, I, or is or at least is not necessarily shock the audience in 85, but is believable to what people believe about the 1950s. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. Where, where it's like, if you, you actually knew what kind of pornography was around in the 50s, you would probably be shocked because it's not what you think of when you think of, like, the conservative 50s. Sure, it's like olive oil. It's like a crude drawing of olive oil naked. Right, right. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, so they called? had to go back to the 1930s to get the, get the right kind. Word, there was a special word for, like, dirty cartoon books that, like, soldiers would buy. They were, like, ch- ch- like put it on really cheap paper. That's mm-hmm. smut? <laughs> yeah, just smut. Or like, <laughs> but it would be no, like I, actually, mouse, I, be I like, don't know the word, but I actually have a couple of them. Somebody uh, uh, sent them to me. Um, Kirk yeah, Damaris, yeah. Uh, who's, a, who's a guy on the internet who's fantastic. Uh, he, had, he has a collection of them, and they're crazy. Mm. 
Um, but uh, yeah, and then and then we see his uh, face drop as he realizes it's not the almanac. It's really but, it's kind of the most Spielberg moment of this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, we do not we do not get the line. No. We do not get the line. Uh, that is going to start tomorrow's minute. But um, yeah, uh, all of this was for nothing. Sorry, Marty. Go. <laughs> oh, welcome, welcome to the real world, jackass. <laughs> oh man. Um, it is kind. Of, it is kind of like real world uh, ish if you think about it, because like all the trials and tribulations, and then he thinks he's successful. Nope. Mm-hmm. Voted out of the house. <laughs> um all right well i think that's all i have for this minute you guys have anything else i think i'm good that is it. all right mm-hmm. uh guys you want to tell people about uh about your podcast a little bit yeah absolutely we do uh we do we are the first back to the future podcast we've been on since 2013 um and it just became something where we talked about it so much and we kept finding more and more people we knew that when we started chatting about normal geeky stuff that came up and we started saying, geez, a lot of people really love this movie. Mm. And so what we try to do, we do a lot of different stuff on the show, but the main thing we try to do is just to have people on. We've had you guys on that tell their story of how they think about this movie, what they like about it when they first saw it. And you guys do that on, on your show with all your guests where you ask them, you know, how they first came in contact with these films. And that to me is like the most interesting thing, you know, to hear how these movies relate to people. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. And where where can they find it? Theacpn.com, uh, right, John? Yep, theacpn.com. You know, we have all our fine podcasting programs there and some lousy ones. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the lousy ones are mine. <laughs> all right. Well, uh if there's nothing else, uh we're we'll we'll wrap it up for uh Monday's episode. We'll be back tomorrow with minute eighty-two. In the meantime, you can go to our website, duelinggenre.com, where you can leave comments there, uh join in the discussion and uh and 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 yeah, throw your comments down. Um on our uh, uh No Roads edition, our Patreon exclusive uh, Back to the Future Minute podcast. Uh, we do a comment of the week, so if that's something that you want to be a part of, you need to uh, you know you need to play to win. So uh, so go to duelinggenre.com, leave comments there. You can also email the show contact back to the future minute.com. We're going to be needing emails for our um, we're we're very nearing the end of this movie, which means we're going to need emails to uh, talk about during the credits. So uh, start sending in your credits emails if that's something that you want to be a part of. Uh, that's contact at backtothefutureminute.com. We're also on Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook. We haven't. We, I, I've been. I've been a little lax on our uh, on our Tumblr lately, and uh, sorry about that. I just there's only so many minutes in the day. Um, no but, pun intended. Yeah, yeah. Twitter, Twitter is uh, Twitter's where it's at. That's where we do the most of our stuff. And then we also have a Facebook group on Facebook. It's called the uh, Back to the Future Minute Listener Preservation Society. Um, so go uh, go there, search for that, and join that group and uh, join in the discussion there. And uh, go leave reviews on iTunes. Check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, which we do with Cassandra Fredrickson and uh, Geek by Night, original audio drama that uh, recently returned with 
uh, our fifth story. We just wrapped up Ghost Story, and then we're back in a couple of weeks with um, our sixth story, Identity Crisis, which uh, is a really good one. So uh, make sure that you're all caught up and ready for that to happen. It's our it's our take on the uh, the college uh, hijinks comedy. That's true. That is exactly what it is. Um, and then, uh, of course, our Patreon page, duelinggenre.com slash support, where if you become a patron uh, at $5 or more, you will get all kinds of exclusive content, including the Back to the Future Minute No Roads Edition podcast, which is a weekly weekend edition of the show uh, where we – we talk about Back to the Future, Back to the Future related things. We do a comment of the week. We do uh, what we call a Back to the Future Minute Pick Three, uh, and uh, we do we do lots of things on that show. It's a fun show. We've done a few of them. People seem to like it. Uh, so go check that out. And uh, we will continue doing that even through the hiatus uh, as we prepare to do Back to the Future Part Three next year. So uh, you're gonna have. You know, probably, you know, four to six months where we're not going to be around. Uh, so if you want to if you want to hear from us, you're going to have to become a patron and uh, and get that no roads edition. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, but uh, yeah, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer Leaper182. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.